Hi, Britton. Hi, Matt. I've got three words for you. What are they? Price and terms. And I was thinking we could talk about one of the terms in particular today, and that is time. Time is of the essence. <laughs> holidays and business, holidays and weekends count. Um, yes, so time is of the essence, but sometimes it's not. And I thought it might be fun to talk about some of our fastest deals and some of our slowest deals over the years, because they both offer some interesting insights into San Francisco real estate. I think that'd be fun. So should we start at the slow end or the fast end? Let's start at the slow end and speed up. All right. So at the slow end, one of the questions we often get when uh, folks sit down to work with us is, you know, how long do I have to work with you? Or how long will you work with me? Or how long will this search take? And our answer is always, how long would you like it to take? Um, yeah, you know, as we've mentioned in other podcasts, different people have different styles. Some folks need to see a lot. Some folks know exactly what they want. And when they see it, they're ready to go. Other folks don't even need to see it. Um, you know, the reasons for the transaction have nothing to do with the appearance of the property. Um, so they don't care. So <laughs> But uh, on the slow side, you know, uh, a buyer comes to mind and uh, this particular buyer wanted to be in a very particular part of a particular neighborhood. And, and not just a particular part. It was about a five square block. Yeah, it was it was a very specific uh, quadrant of this neighborhood and it needed to be that for a walking distance to some transit options, but it also needed to have a very particular view. Um, and a, a dead-on exceptional view. This person already had that view where they were, and you know they wanted that view, but they wanted to own it or you know the the property they were living in. And so we started looking for this. And in every other aspect, you know, it was very flexible. Uh, it was an all-cash buyer. Uh, you know, flexible on beds and baths. You know, flexible on uh, pretty much everything except for you know location and view. And it took us it a took while. Us, it probably took a, two years to find the house. Was it three, four? Four years to find the house. We worked together for somewhere between like, uh, you know, it was between four and five years before we found the house that uh, we made an offer on that was the one. So I think that is the, the longest, you know, search that we've had. And that longest search led into our longest escrow ever, which that led didn't into end up closing, which led into a really short escrow <laughs> that did uh, end up closing. So on on the long side, there's there's four to five years. On the short side, what do we have? Probably seven to ten days with um, cash buyers. But how about just finding it? Oh, just finding it. Um, oh, that the shortest that we have found um, a property is we sat down to meet the person. He told us what he was looking for. He was buying a property as an investment. We had coincidentally seen um, a day or two before on broker's tour, something that would be perfect. We called it up online, showed it to him in this initial meeting. And he said, I'd like to write an offer on that. That was quickest. That was about an hour from meet to pen to paper. Um, and then, you know, on the on the sales side, in terms of like the escrow side, 
uh, yeah, you know, like seven to 14 days. We were trying to remember the, the shortest um, one we've had. Obviously, it was an all-cash purchase, and we're, we're going back and forth, but we think it was right around 12 days. And that is, it doesn't sound fast, but that is a warp speed for a real estate transaction. It really is, because even it, when there's no appraisal, um, there may be, there. I mean, chances are buyers are going to want to come back for more visits. Uh, chances are we'll have to be removing staging. There's a final walkthrough. There's the title and escrow work that has to happen. Um, if the existing, if the seller, you know, we have to get the, the escrow officer has to order the seller's loan payoffs. And it's, if there's an HOA, there's coordination with the HOA for those payments. Um, and really, you know, the only reason they're even possible, in my opinion, is that in San Francisco, a good listing agent will front load disclosures so that by the time you make that offer, you understand and are comfortable with property condition. Um, because, you know, if you're trying to inspect and understand and close, um, that's just it's it's been done. I'm not going to say it can't be done, but it just moves really, really fast. This is true. And so when you kind of contrast that with slow deals, um, it really comes down to, in, in my experience, uh, the information that's available. And, you know, I think that if you're a buyer in San Francisco, particularly when it's a, a really competitive market, it can be kind of very easy to get cynical about looking at property disclosures and information before writing an offer. It's like, oh, they're trying to make me to give away all of my contingencies and all of my rights. And, you know, I'm just getting shoved into this. When in reality, the, the goal is to make sure that buyers understand a property before they even make the offer. And I think that's a noble goal and where we also it seems like we run into a challenge is the amount of time exactly <laughs> um, because there's another one you know with offer dates uh, it can often be you know hurry up and wait uh, and then things move kind of you know very very quickly there's never this happy medium as it were yeah no that's that's really true so and I think too sometimes we didn't we haven't touched on this part of the length of an escrow sometimes there are delays once you're in escrow and you can say we're going to close in 21 days but then something happens with the financing if there is financing that requires an extension and it's really interesting in my experience the best agents on the listing side do not freak out about that they've been there they understand when the buyer is doing everything in the buyer's power and the buyer's agent is doing everything in the buyer's agent's power to keep everything on track but sometimes there are just unavoidable delays in financing say or or whatever it, or it whatever might be and i think kind of back to your point of you know what is a, a good listing agent i think a good agent on either side whenever something unexpected comes up uh, has a tool in their toolbox other than screaming yeah. And they, unfortunately, sometimes the only reaction you get is screaming. But I think, I mean, as long as it's not something completely unrealistic or completely without precedent, or, I mean, it's not like suddenly, you know, if the buyer says, oh, I'm going to leave town for two weeks and go to, you know, I don't even know where, and I'm not going to be reachable. So we need to delay escrow. That's, I would be freaking out about that because mm. that's ridiculous. But if it's one of the first deals I did before we teamed up, although, you know, you know who these clients are, uh, involved writing an offer on a T unit TIC 
right before either no it was right before the christmas holidays and our buyers were going out of town for like five days and pre-inspections hadn't been done um, and they wanted to have an inspection and they wanted to be there so we had to write this offer that had you know for the time for that market a really long inspection contingency i want to say it was like 17 days or something like just banana pants um and we got it right but there was a completely valid reason it made sense the listing agent you know understood and had trust that number one you know we me and and my clients weren't jerking him around and that you know we were going to perform and you know there was a legit request that made sense it wasn't just like oh we want 17 days because we're slow <laughs> yeah and if i mean when I, th I think the best agents will listen and understand that things that things happen and it doesn't mean the sky is falling it just means that everyone went in with the best of intentions and sometimes things happen that make things happen a couple days later yeah you know what else will delay an escrow what an appeal at the permit board <laughs> that will boy howdy will that delay an escrow court dates court dates court dates will delay an escrow uh those are always fun uh being accused of murdering your ex-wife will delay an escrow so a little a little context here this is going back to the the escrow that lasted for four year or the four-year search the two-year escrow that didn't close there was there was basically a seller had um attempted a flip on a property and had done a tremendous amount of work without permits and to say that this person incensed the neighbors is a vast understatement they I mean, if, if if it's more, yeah, it's more like this person set the neighbors on fire. I was going to say <laughs> pitchforks and and uh, flaming torches were um, next steps. I think from the neighbors. San Francisco neighbors are known for wanting to be involved with properties around them, and this particular neighborhood uh, has that reputation even more. But this particular property, it just won a prize. It did, and it lost a lawsuit. Yeah, it lost an appeal with the the appeals board which i think um when i was doing research going into it i mean it almost never happens this 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 seller managed to talk about getting the the worst reaction out of everybody this this person did not um this was not handled well yeah you know one of the interesting effects of having so much cash in a market which we have had here in san francisco for the last couple of years is that because all cash deals generally move so quickly since there's no financing bank approval uh, appraisal involved um it has shortened the length of time for all deals uh you know back when you and i started 30 days was pretty much a standard escrow yes yeah yeah and i would say these days 21 is a is a pretty standard yeah even um if i can talk about this home purchase that i've recently made i this was out of market this was not in san francisco and um we wrote it up the mortgage broker is from san francisco she's awesome and she's the person we always recommend and she said let's do a 25-day escrow and i needed to make sure that the seller side could handle that and um and the mortgage broker told me she said well that's that's how long the rate lock is and to extend past that it would cost money and i had no idea that rate locks were 25 days because we've been closing everything in 21 to 25 so it hasn't even come up 
So <laughs> I was used to 30-day rate locks, but apparently that window has narrowed in the last several years as well. Fascinating. So yeah, I mean, deals generally move really fast in San Francisco, uh, especially if you know disclosures have been done in advance, you've got the information. Um, if you're prepared and you have all of the information, you can move quickly. And I think that's kind of um, the biggest difference between the deals that move fast and the deals that move slow is that when we don't have the information, we slow them down. Right. You know, and when our buyers have all the information they need, then, hey, you know, like full speed ahead, let's do this. But it's also one other part that I think can be tricky as you're going through this process is sometimes you wait for information and wait for information. And once it arrives, you don't necessarily have that same amount of time to digest it. Exactly. And that's that's a similar thing with um, even negotiations when, say, you make an offer and you may have a two-hour window to respond to a counteroffer. And that can be a short amount of time to make a decision about, oh, $100,000, $200,000, that type of thing. One of the things we always talk about in uh, buyer meetings is that, you know, we're never going to twist a buyer's arm and say, you must buy this, or you have three weeks of our time, and then you get to, to choose. But one of the realities of buying in San Francisco real estate is there are times when there are deadlines, and we have to let our buyers or, you know, sellers or whoever know about those and be like, this is the amount of time you have to make this decision about this property. And that's why being prepared, and in our experience, makes all of the difference. Because if you've kind of sat down, you've thought about it, you've built the relationship with, you know, you've got a trusted team, um, then when it comes time to make those decisions, you're ready. Yep, exactly. Uh, but if you haven't been doing the work and you haven't been thinking it through, then all of a sudden it all just hits you at once and you feel like you've got 30 seconds, you know, to review an incredible amount of information and it's, it, it never goes well. No, I mean, especially if it's a condo, whew, lots of documentation. This is true. Um, you know, we like to joke that for, well, I like to joke that for every lawsuit in California, there's a disclosure. Um, and it's not really much of a joke because pretty much for any question, checkbox or form, we could trace it back to a misunderstanding that ended in court. Exactly. So should you go fast or should you go slow? It's up to you. I'll go fast. I guess I'll go slowly then. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is uh, Escrow Out Loud. I am Matt Fuller. And I'm Britton Jackson. Thanks for joining us. Mm -hmm.